0: Welcome back to the Pin for Pin podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Atkinson, and this is the one-year anniversary edition of the Pin for Pin podcast, and nothing better to do this anniversary episode with the... USBc selections and who's going where, and then me giving my predictions on who's going to go forward in the USBc sectionals onto nationals for both the men's and the women's teams. So, like I always say, let's get right into it. The first section we're gonna look at is the one at USA Bowl, and we'll start it with the women. The Highest-ranking team there is Wichita State, who had a ranking of number one. Then Weber, who was ranked sixth. Midland ranked 10th. Newman ranked 12th. Ottawa, Kansas ranked 19th. Oklahoma Christian ranked 21st. Sam Houston State rated 22nd. Grandview rated 26th. Stephen F. Austin in 30th. And then Morningside College in 37th. Then other teams, you had Tulane and Kansas Wesleyan and Iowa Central Community College and College of Saint Mary's in sixty fourth. So my predictions for the top ones would be Wichita State and Weber. So that's two. Wichita State being number one overall has had a really good year so far, and they won this event last year, and so you can only Pick the defending champions. With Weber. They're a top ranked team. They've been doing good all year. Even though they're in 6th place. That's still super super good. And I don't see any other team here. That's going to beat them besides. Wichita State. Now. Second and third get really interesting. Because you could always. Pick Midland. Or Newman. But Midland, even though they're in 10th, they've had a pretty okay year. And the other teams, like Stephen F. Austin and Sam Houston States, are better as an NCAA squad. And so I would actually pick Sam Houston State and Stephen F. Austin to fill those other two spots just because the NCAA are Baker format and. These teams do really, really well in Baker format. So for the women's section in Dallas, I'm picking Wichita State, Weber, Sam Houston State, and Stephen F. Austin. For the men in Dallas, it's Wichita State at number one, while Rep Weber's ranked number four. Oklahoma Christian in 14th. Newman finishes the season in 16th. Midland in 18th. Grand Canyon in 19th, Kansas Wesleyan in 30th, Cal State Fresno in 34th, Ottawa Kansas in 35th, Iowa Western Community College in 37th, Arizona State in 53rd, Spring Hill in 54th, Iowa Central Community College in 57th, Drury in 58th, California Davis in 60, Peru State in 65th, Nevada, Las Vegas in 66th, San Jose State in 74th and Grand View in 83rd. So, lots of teams in this one as well, but looking at who I think is going to qualify, Wichita and Weber obviously go off the board first. Wichita being again the defending champions for the men's division as well, you pick them to make it. They've been number 1 this season, again, they've their only competition for that top spot is has been Weber. And on the women's side, they got sixth. On the men's side, they're in fourth. And so, really, two teams that I thought would be separated are together. So, they're going to take out the top spots. And then, the next highest ranking team is Oklahoma Christian. They've been doing really, really good this season although Newman and Midland are right behind them, and so I'm going to pick Oklahoma Christian to make it as well. I think they're going to just outplace Newman and Midland just a little bit, but I don't see them being as high as Weber or Wichita State, and then the wild card that I'm going to pick is not going to be one of the first five, but I think that Grand Canyon University has a really good shot. Out of this, if you were to rank them, they'd be in sixth. But I think they're just good enough to where they can beat all the other teams that are in their region to qualify in the top four. Remember, each section you qualify is top four. And so I think Grand Canyon can be that team that really has, can have a good run and beat all their competition ranked behind them, and then push into that upper echelon to make it to the national tournament. So those are my predictions for the men's side. I'm taking Wichita State, Weber, Oklahoma Christian, and my wild card is going to be Grand Canyon University. The next section is in Dayton, Ohio, and it's quite the show. We're going to start with The women's team, it'll be St. Francis, Illinois, who came in at number three and is the highest ranked team in this event. Though you have Tennessee Southern, who's in eighth. You have St. Xavier in 14th, while Davenport's in 15th, McKendree in 17th, Madonna in 18th, Notre Dame in 27th, Spring Arbor in 28th, Trinan in 33rd, Sacred Heart in 35th. Other teams that are there in 39th, you got Ohio State. 43rd is Walsh, Marion, Indiana, and in 49th Rio Grande, in 53rd. In 58th, you got Delaware State, and at 60th, you have Muskegon University. So in this event, you know, I'm gonna take Saint Francis because they've been consistent all year. You always go with the top seed. Tennessee Southern has been really good as well. But then you got these three teams, St. Xavier, Davenport, and McKendry. McKendry they're all ranked right on top of each other. But I'm not gonna I'm gonna take McKendry because they've had previous experience. And I know St. Xavier and Davenport are ranked higher, but experience in this type of event. Is so so important, and I think they're gonna be the ones that actually place really really high in this event. And so I'm banking on them to qualify. And then my wild card is going to be Trine. I know Madonna is ranked 18th, but I just don't know if the women can get it done. But I know Trine is won their conference. And you know a wild card supposed to not be, you know, just going down the list and saying, oh, well they're fifth or fourth on the list, so you put them in as a wild card. So I'm gonna go with Trine just to make things interesting. I think they can do it if they really get everything down. They can do what they're supposed to do and get the job done. Even though they're ranked 33rd, I believe that Trine can do. What they need to do to win the women's portion. For the men, it's Tennessee Southern in fifth, while McKendry is in sixth, William Patterson in ninth, Saint Francis Illinois in seventeenth, Muskegon in Saint Francis Illinois in twelfth, Muskegon in seventeenth, Saint Xavier in twenty-second, Spring Arbor in thirty-first, in thirty-eighth you have Madonna, 39th is Davenport. Walsh is in 42nd, New Jersey Institute of Technology in 43rd, Notre Dame, Ohio is in 44th, RMU, Pennsylvania is in 51st, SUNY Stony Brook in 59th, St. Vincent in 71st, Trine in 77th, and Siena Heights in 84th. So in this one, I'm taking Tennessee Southern. Coach Bob Learn has been on a tear lately with his team and so they're going to definitely get in. McKendry, I can see getting in. their right neck and neck with Tennessee Southern. But then I'm rooting for Meskeem to get in as well. Cuz yeah, you know, you always got to root for those who've been on the podcast and those people who need some shakeup. William Patterson in Ninth and, and St. Francis Illinois are pretty good teams so You have to earn your way on there, but Muskegon, I think it's going to be their year to get it. They're ranked in the top 20, barely out of the top 15, and so I think they can get it. And then my wild card for the men's portion is going to be Madonna in 38th. Now I know they're not as highly ranked as some of these other teams, but they're high enough up there. And I think they've been on a really good run all year. And I've been impressed with what they've been doing. And I think it's going to be their time for them to get in there and do what they know they can do. And so all they got to do is perform. And so I'm taking Tennessee Southern, McKendree, Muskegon, and Madonna University for the guys in Ohio. Moving on to Addison, Illinois for the women. Mount Mercy finished off with a second-place ranking, while Lawrence Tech finished fifth. St. Ambrose finished ninth. William Penn in 16th. Marion, Wisconsin in 24th. Calumet in 25th. Louisiana Tech in 31st. Adrian College in 34th. Lords in 38th. Lewis in 40th. Judson in 41st. Alma in 47th. Rock Valley in 49th, Huntington 49th as well. So a nice tie over there. Clark in 54th, Duquesne in 55th, Wisconsin Whitewater in 62nd, and Viterbo in 65th. So for this one, it's kind of straightforward. I'm taking Mount Mercy, Lawrence Tech, and St. Ambrose. Mount Mercy has really been pretty dominant each and every year, including this year, but just haven't won the uh, single-team championship coached by Andy Dirks. They've been doing so well. He was coach of the year last year, and I see them winning this. Now, Lawrence Tech makes things interesting. They're ranked fifth, but they've been strong all year long. And so definitely, I don't see any teams that can really give them much of a challenge in this other than Mount Mercy. And then St Ambrose, a strong third seed in this event. Now they can definitely push up and get ahead of Lawrence Tech and maybe nip at the heels of Mount Mercy, though I believe Mount Mercy's kind of far and away, one of the teams that's just been so consistent. And consistently getting better. But I believe St. Ambrose is going to make the cut as well. And then for the wild card, I would have to say it's Louisiana Tech. And again, it just comes down to this is a Baker event, and the NCAA stuff at the postseason and most of the events are Baker events. And so I believe that Baker experience is what's going to push them over the edge and give them the best shot at winning this event and placing in the top four to go to nationals. So I'm taking Mount Mercy, Lawrence Tech, St. Ambrose, and Louisiana Tech for the women in Illinois. For the men, it's St. Ambrose in second, Calumet in seventh, Mount Mercy in 10th, Wisconsin-Whitewater in 11th, Lawrence Tech in 20th, William Penn in 21st, Marion, Wisconsin in 28th, Northwestern Ohio in 32nd, Bowling Green State in 40th, Judson in 45th, Rock Valley in 46th, Adrian in 49th, Purdue in 50th, Huntington, in 52nd Waldorf in 55th lords in 60th viterbo in 68th thomas moore in 69th rochester in 70th and wisconsin lacrosse in 75th so going back to who i'm gonna pick i'd say st ambrose obvious they're the highest ranked team in this event but then afterwards, it gets kind of murky a little bit. Yeah, I think Calumet will probably get in as well. But Mount Mercy and Wisconsin Whitewater are kind of right there even. And then Lawrence Tech, they've been having a pretty good season so far. So I could see them jumping up as well. But I'll probably take Wisconsin Whitewater to be the third person. And then for the wild card I would say Northwestern Ohio I mean they have a chance to do it if they really you know buckle down though they got some pretty tough teams so it wouldn't shock me if Mount Mercy or Lawrence Tech or maybe even William Penn uh, got in at the number 4 spot but it's kind of congested at the top but I'm Still gonna take Northwestern Ohio as the upset team that makes it in. So St. Ambrose, Calumet College, and Wisconsin Whitewater are the teams I'm taking. And then Northwestern Ohio to be that fourth place unexpected placer. We're gonna start with the women's teams in Tennessee. And in fourth, with a fourth place ranking, you got Pikeville, in 7th, you got Scad Savannah. 11th was Indiana Tech. Baker got 13th. In 20th, Emmanuel Ranked 23rd was Lindenwood. Ranked 29th was Wright State. North Carolina was in 32nd. Concordia in 42nd. Saint Mount St. Mary's in 45th. Maryville in 48th. Culver-Stockton in 51st, University of Cumberland in 52nd, SCAD, Atlanta in 59th, Campbellsville in 61st, and Union in 66th. So, my predictions, Pikeville, been really, really good all season. They're going to get in. SCAD, they've been pretty good, not as highly ranked as Pikeville, but still top 10. I'm picking them to go in as well. I'm also going to pick Indiana Tech. They've been doing really well, kind of flying under the radar for the most part, even though they're a really, really good team. And then my wild card will be North Carolina a They've been so, so good. And it may not have shown itself on the USBC side, but on the NCAA side, They've been on fire, and they were in the national championship match for the NCAA last year. So, of course, you're going to go with them. Even though it wasn't USBC, it's still the national championship for the women. So, I'm picking Pikeville, Skat Savannah, Indiana Tech, and North Carolina a and to move on in the Tennessee sectional qualifier. For the men, you have Scat Savannah, who is ranked third, Indiana Tech, who is ranked eighth, Lindenwood, ranked 13th, Pikeville, ranked 14th, Lincoln Memorial, in 23rd, Concordia, in 24th, Wright State, in 26th, University of Cumberland, in 27th, Emmanuel in 29th, Tennessee, Wesley, in 33rd, Aquinas, in 36th, Baker in 41st, Florida State in 47th, Culver Stockton in 56th, Midway in 63rd, Belmont Abbey in 64th, Life University in 67th, Southeastern Illinois in 73rd, Tusculum in 76th, Savannah College of Art and Design, Atlanta in 80th, and Campbellsville in 82nd. So, men's teams. More teams here fly kind of under the radar. You got Skad Savannah, who everybody knows is a good team, but is based in the Southeast, so they don't really get out to a lot of Midwest tournaments. But they're in third, so I'll pick them to go. Indiana Tech, like I've said, on the women's side, they fly under the radar as well. But they're a sneaky good team. I think they can really get in. So, I'm picking them as well. Lindenwood and Pikeville kind of evenly matched. Lindenwood, historically good, though Pikeville has been really good this season. You also got Lincoln Memorial in 23rd, who's been having a pretty good season, and Cordia as well. But I think that Lindenwood, with their history and experience, is going to get the nod here, though it's very plausible that Pikeville. Could also get the jump and go in and really make the bracket go scratch and it just be SCAD, Indiana Tech, then you win in Pikeville. But things don't always go as planned. But in this side, I don't see any, based on my criteria, I don't see any team that has the ability other than the top four teams to make it Scats, Savannah, Indiana Tech, Lindenwood, and Pikeville. Not to say that no other team can, but when you look at Linden Memorial, Lincoln Memorial, you're like, okay, they've been really good, but can they be in that next tier? Same with Concordia and Wright State. It's not like these teams have been doing Extraordinary things they have not won. Like looking at Concordia, right? They've got a lot of second place, third places. They won the Scotty Classic, but they don't have that history of winning. Lincoln Memorial, they have won a tournament. That's to their credit. But Wright State, you know, has won a couple things. But when you look at them towards better competition, more in those tier ones and like the Roto Grip Raider Classic it's not been that close. They did have a good finish at the orange and black classic, but it's still one of those tournaments you're like, eh, I don't know. So for this section I'm picking SCAD Savannah, Indiana Tech, Lindenwood, and Pikeville. Now to explain what I use to really make my predictions, it's kind of been what I've seen in person with tournaments for the teams that I've been around, and then also how they've progressed throughout the season. And for most of these top teams, they have a proven track record of winning in those big moments. And then some of these lesser ranked teams, they're kind of in the mix, but you really need to have a history of winning in order to be perceived as you can win. But then you have those wild cards like, hey, you know, they've made one once or twice or maybe even three times and they've been consistent, but they're just have like super tough competition in their section. Well, then you can pick them to make that jump because, again, anything can happen on those bowling lanes. But I was going to save this bit of information until after sectionals had gone down. but. It's something interesting so me doing my research and math and all that type of stuff. Knowing the number to qualify for sectionals could be important. So, for the most part, if, you, if your team averages 205, you will not only qualify for sectionals, but you will win the section for the most part you have to average 13,000 but averaging 205 will give you 13,150 thus guaranteeing you your spot there's only been one time in the history of the championships that this has not happened and that was in 2016 in New Jersey but that's only one time out of 10 plus years of sectionals happening and sometimes you just need to make 13,000 to get in and win. So if your team can get to 13,000 and or average 205 that team's guaranteed to go to the national tournament. And if not, well then it's an anomaly year and things are just different. But that's why I'm basing it off of. I know that in these conditions, SCAD, Savannah can get there. I know that Wichita State and Weber can get there. Pikeville can get there. North Carolina A&T can get there. Tennessee Southern and McKendree can get there. So all of these teams, I believe, can get there. But then those wildcard teams are like, hey, if they really go off, They have a really good chance of making it. And it's not some outside team like a team that's ranked, let's say, from 70th to 80th. You're it's hard to give them credence and say, Well, I guess you can win when you know anything can happen on the lanes, but at the same time, this is supposed to be one of the toughest tournaments yet, and you haven't proven that you have been able to win. On the other things so you can't make the prediction that you can win in that environment but it's a delicate balance between having a prediction and then just going off of numbers because if you just went off of numbers well then whoever's ranked first is gonna win the entire thing whoever's ranked second will be in the second match and so all that tournaments that go on are just qualifiers for this event and then this qualifier is a qualifier for nationals and so everything you do up to this point is now done and now you're in a regular tournament no ifs and or buts you got to be top four in your region to move on and then once you move on then you go into bracket play and you go try and win your national championship but you can't do that if you don't do well in your section so this Is probably the most important tournament because it's do or die for a lot of teams. And then for a lot of teams, it's their last tournament. If they don't get top four here, they're done for the season. And then they got to wait a whole 365 days to get another crack at the national championship. So good luck to all those participants, as well as the participants participating in the singles event. And it's been one great ride this first year on the pin for pin podcast i'm happy to keep doing this and interviewing all these coaches and hopefully interview some players and more key people in the sport of bowling but that's all i got for this episode so i'll leave you all with this the levels of success are good better best so never let it rest till you're better than the best see you all next week